You are listening to the teaching podcast of Praise Community Church in Mason City, Iowa. For more information about our church, please visit praisecc.org. Good morning. You don't normally see me behind this pulpit, and that is fine with me. <clears throat> but I am excited to share with you today um, some things that have been on my heart for a while. And um, if you have your Bibles, open them. Uh, just open them up. We'll find something in there today. I promise you that it will help you. I want to share with you a little bit about my personal uh, testimony of the last few years um, and um, share with you even some things I learned just along the way um, in the midst of that. Um, really quick, just a, a quick timeline, which my wife told me graciously before services that my timeline was wrong, but none of you know that, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> Pastor Mark goes, well, if they can't dispute it in Scripture, then you're fine. So, so, bear with me. Um, so about five and a half years ago, my wife and I moved uh, to Mason City uh, to be the worship pastor here at Praise Community Church, and it has been such an amazing blessing. Um, we've been so encouraged and so loved uh, by everyone here. Um, we love you, um, and it has been um, such a joy to just encounter that together. Um, about, I'm going to say, a little while after we moved here, because I don't know the timeline. I'm terrible with that. Oh. A little while after we moved here, I um, was driving across town. Uh, it was when our offices were across town for uh, the staff here at Praise um, over in the mall, and I had uh, come up on the stoplight, and uh, I, I was like, ah, that doesn't look right. And so I took my glasses, and I was like, did one of these, you know, and, um, and put them back on. I was like, it still doesn't look right. And I was kind of doing, you know, one of those close one eye, open one eye. Um, and long story short, I had found, uh, they had found that my retina was detaching from the back of my eye, and there's fluid between um, my the the back of my eye and the optic, uh, the retina and the back of my eye. I get this right. I should know this. Um, and uh, so, ended up. You know, we prayed fervently. The staff, the elders, and we were praying, believing that God was going to heal this miraculously. I still believe He will. Honestly, I, I'm waiting on that because he has given me a word and I will stand on that. Um, you know, through some wrestling and, and just talking and we, we determined that we were going to do surgery on my eye and so we did surgery um, and the fluid came back and said, so well, we'll do this again. We'll do laser surgery. We'll put a bubble in your eye, face down for 10 days again and just kind of working through all of this and um, through the course of that, I learned a lot about just trusting the Lord, um, truly. I think uh, there was a lot of questions, fear, you know, that truly out, out of our own, um, with our own eyes, our own understanding, there, there is that. You know, when you, when you take your eyes off of, off of the Word, off of Jesus, there becomes like this, I don't know what to believe now, right? Um, so, 
so again, so we had a fluid came back, a second surgery, and um, that has that has helped immensely. So I'm very grateful. We found an amazing Christian uh, eye surgeon that truly blessed us. Ama- I mean, he was an amazing man, um, and. Through the course of some of those, uh, I think it was about a year and a half or so, I think, year and a half, um, there were some, some uh, other trials that we faced. Everybody's, everybody's faces trials. Nobody's immune to trials in this room or hardships, right? Amen? Amen. So um, after the second surgery, uh, we were in, I had just come back. I think, right, Leslie? I just came back from California, July. Huh? Okay, I came back somewhere in there. And um, I had been in California for some, uh, for some school and uh, went to worship you out at Bethel um, Church. And I encountered God in some really profound ways, learned about his heart, um, learned about my own heart um, and how to maneuver th- that sometimes. Uh, sometimes you need somebody to be like, hey, uh, think of it this way because this is what the word says. And you, know, you kind of start to get your own understanding and sometimes that isn't always right, honestly. You just need somebody to be like, hey, uh, get back on the track. So um, I come back, learned a lot about what the Lord had wanted just kind of say and speak into me. Um, and then... Uh, we, we got a call one afternoon. Uh, was it a Sunday afternoon? Was it? Okay, it was a Sunday afternoon. And uh, Marty, Leslie's father, was in a motorcycle accident. Um, he had swerved to, hit a do- to not hit a dog and hit the dog and uh, laid his motorcycle down. We didn't know what, what all was um, going on, but uh, we knew that he was on his way to the hospital. And so there was this that happened, right? There, and then um, I'll, I'll get back to that in a minute, but we had an amazing opportunity then. We had our fifth boy, um, Asher, was born, um, you know, obviously a, quite, a ways later, quite a ways later. Um, he's just about 10 months now. If anybody knows, babies are amazing to hold. Like after, you know, a minute after they're born, it's like, oh, my goodness. Like, this is truly amazing. Um, so he was born, and then about a month after he was born, um, I was diagnosed with thyroid cancer. And again, just like this, wow, this is not, this, I don't, I don't, I don't appreciate this, God. <laughs> like, truly, I mean, there's just, there's things that you go through in life, it's just like, I don't, this is not from God, this is not of God, um, but I want to learn. I want to kind of walk through this a little bit with you. Some of these trials, these hardships um, that I've just kind of outlined. And I and I truly, I everyone has a list in here. Everyone has a list. It's not about comparing our lists by any means. It isn't. It's about about glorifying or about glorifying your list. It's about glorifying the one that is worthy of our praise in the midst of the list. Does that make sense? Like, put your eyes on Jesus. Because we all have the list. I'm not, I'm not, 
I'm not discounting that. I'm not overlooking that by any means. We each face seasons and trials and hardships. No one is immune to this. Something is close to my heart, though, is worship in the midst of, of, midst of that because we, we, we live in this world of, of junk. It's a, bu- bu- it's a big junkyard, <laughs> how I see it. And it. We get to see some of King Heaven's coming to earth. Amen? I mean, we've all seen that. You've seen, um, I've seen healing. I've seen lives changed. I've seen, I've seen um, the beauty of the Lord. I mean, creation. You look around, it's like you cannot not worship. Right? So, there was, as I was preparing for this message, I was like, Lord, what do you want? Like, what? Just give me one word, because I'm pretty simple. Give me one word that you want me to to share, and he said, engage, okay? So write that down. If you're journaling, write it down, engage. Um, engage, I looked, up, I looked up the word, because that's what I do. I look up words, because I'm not smart, and I need to look up words to get synonyms. Um, so as I look through this, take part in. Engage is to, in, to join in, to become involved in, you know? Go in for, partake of. Share in, you know, it's, it's very much this action, right? Of, it's a verb. It is a, it's a movement toward something, someone. Um, so the first one, engage in prayer. Jim, why don't you take this one? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, let's be honest, like, prayer, I believe that there is some, there's power in praying the scripture. Amen? Like there is, there is, I, I believe all of us should have what, you know, we call those power verses, right? Find a verse and cling to that. Just cling to it and pray that. Um, but what I do believe is that your honesty before the Lord will create an intimacy with the Lord. Because your honesty with him about your Ugh, your hurts, your trials, the things that you're like, I don't know this. I'm, I'm afraid, God. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm afraid. And so meet me here. Like, meet me in the midst of this fear because you can take it away. You can be the one that, and what, he, what I've realized is what he does, obviously he takes his, the fruits of his spirit and just like downloads them to me. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, self-control, all those things he just... Here you go. You know, and, and I believe in, in part, I believe that that is the kingdom of heaven coming upon you. Amen? Honesty. I was, I was um, it was after, uh, it was October 11th. I have it written down. It's not in this journal, but it is in a journal. Um, October 11th, 2016. This is about a month after um, the doctor said, you know, you've got, thyroid cancer. I was getting ready for work, coming to the office, um, and I just, I'll read it. This morning I was, I was getting ready for work. I was praying and just simply asking God about my health, inquiring with him why he hasn't healed miraculously, why he hasn't healed my eye, even though I have a word from him that he would, and now my thyroid. I sensed him draw close. You, ever, you, you have that at times. It's like, Okay, you're gonna you're gonna say something, God. I'm gonna I'm like, okay, you know, type of thing. And 
then there's other times where you're just like, Whoa, there, there you are. Like, you showed up, and I didn't ask you to. But, uh, but he drew close to me in, in the midst of this. He said, your testimony will lead others in worship through trial. Your testimony of all of this will lead others in worship through trials. And I was like, that's fine, but I didn't ask about that. I asked about my healing is what I asked about, right? I mean, you can relate. You're like, that's not what I asked for. Pressed in, and I, and I asked him again. I heard him say this very clearly. I'm making oil. And that was it. I was like, okay. And it, truly, at that moment, I had this peace just like wash over me. And, but I had to like ask him about it, obviously, because I'm like, okay, I, I, I get it. I get oil. I'll take it, because you're giving it, you know, I'm, it's, <laughs> I'll take what you give me. And as I prayed through it, and I kind of ta- I, I processed it with my wife, and I, I talked, I think I talked to Mark with, and Jeff about it all. It's like, and I kind of, I came to this place in my, in that journey where I realized that for me, I'd rather hear God say at the end of my life that Jason has oil out of a pressing, out of a trial, out of a hardship than, than healing. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not going to forsake healing. I'm not going to be like, I don't want your healing because I'll take it, right? So how many want healing, right? How many want oil? It should be the same hands, Because both are needed in the kingdom of God. Healing is needed. Healing, I was telling, I said it at first service, I don't know about this theology, so there's my disclaimer, okay? But I believe, as I've kind of journeyed through this, is like the pressing and the trial and the hardship and how you maneuver through that and how you rely on the Lord through that creates the oil. I mean, that's the oil that's created. And then you've got the prayer and the healing, the testimony, like, Healing happens, miraculous comes, and you have a testimony, right? Both are needed. One can't be given away. Oil, you know, the oil in Matthew 25, the, the ten virgins that came and they were waiting for the bridegroom, and the five that were wise uh, had enough. They, they, had, they had the intimacy with the Lord, um, and they, they said, I'm not going to give this away because it won't be enough. Like, I, can't, I can't go to Jim and be like, okay, well, I went through all of this hardship. Now, like, how do I, how do I give him oil? Uh, I can give him my testimony. I mean, hey, Jim, guess what happened to me yesterday? Like, what's that do for him? It stirs his faith. You know, I can't come to Mark. I can't come to Claudia. I can't come and, and give my, my personal pressing and the, the result of that away to somebody, right? I heard Brian was just talked about pressing, right? Brian Resendez, uh, Martin Cassie's son. Where's he at now? Is he in where? For in Florida, right? Um, but Brian Brian says this: when when God is the one doing the shaking in your life, He's not trying to harm. He's He's breaking you free of something like. What, what is it that you're believing that he's breaking you free from, right? 
you'll discover something in the shaking place, in that pressing place that you can't find anywhere else. You can't find it anywhere else. So engage in prayer, honesty. Engage in God's word, okay? Engage in God's word. God's word is revealed so that we would know the Father. Okay? God's word is revealed so that we know the Father. Jesus is revealed so that we would know the Father. Engage with God's word. Engage with Jesus. See the connection there? God's word is revealed so that we know the Father. Jesus is revealed so that we know the Father. Word became flesh so that we would know the Father. Engage with God's word. And in doing so, you're going to engage with Jesus. I, I, the Holy Spirit speaks to our hearts. He speaks clearly. Um, the best place to find him is right here. Open it. Find him in there. You know, one of the things that we've, we're, uh, you know, one of our... Purpose, our purpose statement, right? Changing lives to the unchanging word. That's who we are. Praise Community Church. We're, we're changing lives in Mason City, North Iowa, through the, through the unchanging word. And the only way to do that is to be in the word, right? To, to be the word to somebody, to share the word with somebody, to speak the word to somebody. Um, one of the things right now we're, we're going through as staff and the staff spouses, uh, we're, we're reading and journaling through uh, Proverbs. We're doing Proverbs a day. And so we have this group text. It's hilarious. We have this group text, and I haven't seen it today. Did you guys read today? Okay, good. I didn't get the text. Okay. Text Jason. No. But we have this, there's this, those emojis, the little check mark. It's like, ding. It's like, oh, they read. You know, find somebody that it's accountable, you're accountable to reading the word. Dive in, dig through it, journal it. One of the scriptures that has really helped me through, um, through some, you know, the, the hardships is uh, Psalm 121. So re turn to Psalm 121. almost directly in the middle of your Bible. I lift my eyes to the hills. And where does my help come? My help comes from the Lord who made the heaven and the earth. He will not let your foot be moved. He who keeps you will not slumber. Behold, he who keeps Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. As I read this, I, you know, I read this over and over, and the thing that I found in my journal is like, it says, I wrote out the Psalm 121, and it says, it says, look to the, have, look to the mountains, and I wrote out. It just, just be honest with me. He's like, why is he looking to the mountains? Like, wh why? Write it down, write the question, and wait for your answer. You know, that's how you engage with the word, you know? Wait for the answer. Because I, I wrote down even more, I was like, I've never seen help come from a mountain. So talk to me, God, you know. What I learned later, you know, you dig in and you learn, you learn more about what he's doing. 
My help comes from the Lord who made the heavens and the earth. He will not let you stumble, so he won't let you falter. Your foot won't give way. You won't slip. The one who watches over you will not slumber. The one who watches over you, that watching over, it's a bodyguard, defender, doorkeeper. You know, there's, he is, he's the one that is, is sustaining you. He's giving you the fruits of his spirit. Ask him. He's going to engage with you in that. So, engage in worship. That's the next one. Engage in prayer. Engage in the word. Engage in worship. Romans 12, 1. By far, this is my favorite verse on worship. There's a lot of verses on worship. This is one of my favorites. This is the message version, and I think the message, it just, it, it, it's like, okay, I, I can understand that in my day-to-day. So here's what I want you to do. God helping you take your everyday, ordinary life, you're sleeping, eating, going to work, walking around life, and place it before God as an offering. Embracing what God does for you is the best thing you can do for him. Don't become so well-adjusted to your culture that you'll fit into, fit into it without even thinking. Instead, fix your attention on God. You'll be changed from the inside out. Readily recognize what he wants from you and quickly respond to it. Unlike the culture around you, always dragging you down to its level of immaturity, God brings the best out of you, develops well-formed maturity in you. So this is the position of your heart every day. Position of your heart, engaging in God in all those things. You know, I wrote down my own list that came to my mind. You know, as I just, I thought about us, our, our family here at Praise Community Church, our family, you know, in, in North Iowa. So, position of your heart, the overflow of your mouth in your work, your parenting, your plowing. Who's farmers? You're plowing, Right? Painting, number crunching, right, Eric? Number crunching, diaper changing, mopping, cooking, door opening moments. Now, the tension in all of this comes when you're facing the trial, right? You're going through this trial, it's like, let's take, let's take my, my, the heavy hitter here, cancer. You get the, you get, the doctor says cancer, how willing am I to go walking through up to Fairway or wherever you shop and you open the door for somebody? I guess not my first thing. I'm just like, I just had this. Doctor said this. Open the door. Am I looking around? Am I noticing anybody? No. It's like, take your every day. I, it, we all have trials. We all have things we're going through. Open your eyes to what God's doing around you. You know, engage in worship, in serving other people. You know, Pastor Mark said it this, this week. He said, I told him I was, I was kinda, where I was kind of headed with it all. And, he, um, you know, I think we have a, we kind of got in this dialogue about how, you know, we, we, we do, we tend to think worship is equals music. I mean, I, I, when I say worship, I tend to be talking about music in the church, but it, obviously we know that. It's not. Now the, Romans 5, open to Romans 5, 1. Um, if you can, you your Bibles. 5, 1. 
Verse 3, we can rejoice too when we run into problems and trials, for we know that they help us develop endurance, and endurance develops strength of character, and character strengthens our confidence, our confident hope of salvation. And this hope will not lead us to disappointment, for we know how dearly God loves us because he has given us the Holy Spirit to fill our hearts with his love. I walked, again, I, 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 I'm sitting here thinking about this, and I, worship, worship in this, in our everyday, is very much a, a decision. I, I do believe it is. I believe it's a decision. It is a, I'm going to get beyond myself and my flesh that I just like, okay, my stomach's hungry. It's coming on 12 o'clock. Like, I'm hungry. Anybody else? Stomach growling? I'm hungry. So, or I can, like, you know what, Lord? That's very practical. Like, I'm going to worship you. I'm going to focus on what are you saying here right now? You know, or, you know, it's the, it's the, um, you know, what's that list that I had? Parenting, plowing, planting, number crunching, diaper changing moments, all these mopping, cooking, all those things. I'm going to put aside those, the, the, I don't want to do this. And I'm just, here it is, Lord. Here's my worship to you. I'll find you in this. I know he engages with you in those things. He teaches you in moments of mopping the floor, right? See, so worship is a decision here on, in, in, our, in our every day. But worship in heaven, it's not a decision. I don't believe worship in heaven is a decision because we have seen with our own eyes. We see we're in the glory of the Lord, Right, so there is no. I don't think I want to worship. There is not that, you know. I think Brian. I think it's Brian Johnson says this. He says, um, when we get to heaven and we see what we've been doing to him, we're gonna be like, ugh, that was that was worthless, <laughs> you know, because we're gonna see with our own eyes, like the glory of the Lord the risen Savior, as if I can go up and be like, this is Jesus, I'm hugging. One of the things that I, when I was in, I, in California for a few weeks, um, Let me put that picture up here. Um, so this this is a mountain, obviously. Anybody know what mountain this is? No, Mark, you can't answer. Mount Shasta. So Mount Shasta is in North Car- North, Northern California, um, and during our uh, one of our days off, my my roommate and I were like let's drive and climb Mount Shasta. It's like so we saw this from like you know, 50, 60 miles away, and it's like, yeah, we could do that. And then all of a sudden we get there, and it's like, oh my, this is big. Um, and so this is about, this. I don't know if this is halfway up, but this is <clears throat> a ways up the side. I mean, there's a glacier, like, right behind us. And uh, if you see, if you can see on the picture, there's all these 
rocks, little rocks. I mean, there's some big rocks, but most of them are just about that big, you know, size of a cantaloupe or, or smaller. And as we were sitting there, it's like, we should sing a song. So what do two worship pastors sing? Higher than the mountains that I face, right? Yeah. It was quite cliche, but it was enjoyable. We worshiped on top of the mountain. But what was struck me when we were stand, sitting there, standing there, I journaled this out. I said, today I was taken back by the enormity of Luke 19.40, where it says, if they keep silent, even the stones will cry out. As I walked over millions of rocks on Mount Shasta, this picture right here, I took this picture. This picture is a part of one side of one mountain on one planet in one solar system, in one galaxy, where the rocks would cry out if we as his disciples didn't worship. And you multiply that by all the sides of the mountain and all the planets in the solar system in all the galaxies, and that's how many rocks are kept silent because we worship. Our worship is powerful, and it is, it is, it's imperative that we worship, that we decide, that we choose to worship in the list of your hardships. The last engage is community. Engage in community. Now, it is so important to have community, whether that's a small group, a family, a friend, to encourage, encourage you and hold you in prayer. Now, the one thing that I realized, like, in the midst of this, and just talking, you know, with processing through this, my, this message this week was that we be careful that our community doesn't become our complaint corner, right? Because we can, oh, I've got community, and then you just like, oh, I've got this and this and this and this, you know, and then it becomes like, oh, I'm so sorry, sorry to hear that, and you just go your way. You know, it's, it is imperative that we have a community that bears with your burden, that, that shares in the, the hardship that you're, that you're going through and that you share in theirs. It's not just like, hey, here's all my stuff. See ya. Like, hey, here's my stuff. Like, what can, how can I encourage? How can I pray for you? How can I encourage you? Right? It's a, it is very, it's, it is, it is engaging community. It's not just a dumping ground. I wrote this down. I said, um, your, your community isn't your circumstance junkyard where you just take all the stuff and you just plop it down. Your community is not your social media. It's not even, you know, we have, a, we have you know, there's prayer groups and stuff like that on social. It's not, a, we don't, you don't just go and, and dump it there. You know, my, my inner community, it's important to have a, a, a you know, they, they talk about you know, a large community, and then you've got a smaller community, and then you've got this, and then you've got this inner circle. Jesus, Jesus displayed that very well, because he's perfect. He displayed it very well. My, my inner circle, obviously, is my wife, Leslie. It's, it's Pastor Mark, Pastor Jeff, you know, Jim, 
you know, uh, other pastors in the community too that I that I go to, and I just hey, I'm I'm wrestling through this. Like, help me. Like, what 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 would be a better perspective? Or, or you know, and just and I know that when I come to them, I'm not. I don't. They say, hey, I, well, this is how I've learned it, or this is what I've been reading in the Bible. Like, they they point me back to you know the engaging list here that I'm engaged prayer, word, worship, community. And they pull me back into that. You know, one of the powerful things about community, um, I, I learned um, through one of, one of the hardships that, or the, uh, I want to say shaking moments, um, was uh, last year, Leslie's father, um, June 12th, it was a Sunday afternoon, we were kind of sitting on our back deck, and um, we get a phone call, and um, Leslie's father was in a motorcycle accident on the highway, and you know, you, your mind just races. It's like, because there was no, nothing was known about what, how he was or his state. or We just knew he was on his way to the hospital. And so we, we just immediately just prayed. Um, and after we prayed, Leslie said the most amazing thing. She said, we don't need to know, we don't need to know the unknowns of this situation we need to know the one who knows. Right? We don't need to know the unknowns. We, know, we need to know the one who knows. I believe, I, there, was, there was one moment, I, this is another example. I was, um, through the course of uh, uh, my surgery with thyroid and, and uh, radiation, uh, treatment. I, I remember. <laughs> here's some honesty. I remember sitting here thinking, like, I think my legs might give out. I'm just exhausted, right? And I remember sitting down. I went over to the prayer into the overflow room, and I just sat there between services. And I just, I was just, I was like, I still have to do another service. Mark probably walked into my office a couple times, like. Are you awake, Jason? <laughs> you know, it's, I mean, it's, it's hard. I'm just being honest with you. It's hard. I don't want sympathy. That's just how it was. And, but what I found then, Leslie, I looked up, and Leslie grabbed Jim. She just walks over, took Jim over there, and we, they just started to pray for me. And I remember, I remember that similar kind of thing. It's like, Jesus is my how. Right? Jesus is my how. And if that sounds simplistic, it is. Jesus is your how. You're facing a mountain, facing a hardship, Jesus is your how. You don't need to pray, um, Lord, take all the, the molecules in these cells and remove them. Just be like, Jesus, take care of this. Right? Jesus, give energy. You know? It, it, is, it is so important that we just engage with him as the how. And, and having a community, engaging in a community that will do that for you. Proverbs 3, we probably all can quote this. Proverbs 3, 5 and 7. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him. He will make your paths straight. 
Your path is made straight when we acknowledge him. It does not say that your path is clear of hardship. It says it's straight. So this is the picture I got. I came up here uh, this week. Nobody was in here. I made a line on the floor, and I closed my eyes, and I was like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to walk this line, right? I'm going to walk it, and I'm just going to see if, like, okay, I'm going to walk it, eyes closed. I did this all the way across. Didn't look down, and then I got to the end. Was I on the line? No. Was not on the line. Do you know how you keep on the line? You keep on the line. You, it doesn't say when I stay in this that I'm going to, you know, it's not a list of do's. It's a, it's a relationship here. Engage, engage. Um, I guess in closing, you know, my, my intent in sharing, you know, my, the, those hardships, like I said before, we all have our list. And it's important that you find that you engage in prayer. In the midst of all of that, you engage in, your, in prayer, in word, in worship, in community. Um, so if you aren't, maybe just take one of those this week. Just be like, hey, I'm gonna take, I'm gonna take the word because that's a good place to start. <laughs> and I'm going to engage. I'm going to take it, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take out a chapter. I invite you to go through Proverbs. That's what we're doing as leadership right now. It seems pretty simplistic. Like Mark was saying, he's like, I've read through Proverbs. You know? Like both of us were like, yeah, I've read through Proverbs. But when you get in it again, you know, be, be involved in, in, and engage with that. Just take one of those engaging points maybe this week and just say, Lord, I'm going to, I'm going to engage. Maybe you're already in the word. Maybe you're disciplined enough to be in the word, but engage in somebody, in a relationship with somebody. Serve somebody. Go and find a, a way to, to bless somebody in a community and, and, and ask somebody how you can pray for them. It's, it's, it truly is simple as that. Amen? So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pray for us here and uh, we'll, we'll invite the worship team back up. Heavenly Father, I thank you for your ways, your, your promises that um, are true and trustworthy. Lord, I thank you for the fruits of your spirit that, um, that, we, can, that we can engage with, that we can um, ask for and you, you impart them to us. You provide them to us, you freely. And Lord, I just ask that as we, as we face things this week, um, maybe with a better perspective, maybe, and that's my prayer, that we would just have a perspective that we would lift our eyes to you, the maker, lift our eyes to you, the one who would bring help and bring um, all that we need to, to be, to, to, to see that we have oil that is made in our life. Lord, I do, I pray for moments of oil in this, in our, in our body, in our, in our, in our family here at Praise Community Church, I pray for testimonies of healing. 
Lord, as we position our eyes, as we aim our eyes to you, Lord, these things, I believe, will be the, the fruit of what you're doing in our life, in our church, in North Iowa. We worship you. We thank you for all that you're doing. In Jesus' name. You want to stand with us this morning? Thanks for listening. For more information about Praise Community Church, including gathering times and events, please visit us at praisecc.org.